Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. I'm Jacob Stoller from the Hockey News alongside George Nasios, as always, getting you set for a slate of 12 NHL games tonight that we will look at through a betting and gambling analysis. First up, the Washington Capitals are visiting the Detroit Red Wings. George, what are you thinking for this one? I think everybody's starting to jump on the Red Wings train. They're red hot. They've won five in a row, but the Washington Capitals just won't go away. They just won't go away. You know, they've, they've won four of their last five. They've played less games than most teams in the Eastern Conference. So they're staying alive in that wild card race. And let's face it, this these games from these teams battling for wild card position, as this one is tonight, the Caps at the Red Wings, every point is crucial. So I'm going to take the Caps to keep it close. I like the Caps on the puck line, plus 1.5. They're paying 1.6 to 1. Detroit's won five in a row, and they've been playing really good lately, but they really haven't dominated. They've only won two of their last nine games by two goals or more. So even their last game against Chicago, there was showtime coming back to the Windy City with the OT winner, but they need overtime or a shootout in some of these games to win. You know what I mean? So they're not really dominating the other teams. Yes, the Caps are on this back end of a back, the second half of a back-to-back, but they destroyed the, the Sens yesterday. They had four goals in the first six after two. They had a 6-3 win. So, and on no day's rest, the Caps have been pretty good this year. They're 6-3-2. Yep. and two. They've kept within a goal in nine of those 11 games. So they don't really lose big on back-to-backs. So when I put all these things together, Washington's also been very successful in Detroit. They've won four of the last meetings in Motown between these two. I'm taking the caps on the puck line. That's where the best value lies at 1.6 to 1 at BetMGM. Here's what's interesting. Since, so one month ago today, on January 27th, Ovi started his hot streak. Mm-hmm. And he went on that huge tear and whatnot. We so, were writing him off a little early, weren't we? We were, and Ovi made us pay. But here's the thing. Since then, the Washington Capitals are had the seventh most goals for per 60, basically per game, um, of any NHL team with 3.48 per 60 minutes. Like that's like they're creeping up there. They're outscoring teams. Their differential is pretty positive. Yeah, and that's where they were suffering. They weren't getting goals early in the year. They were actually playing a really good defensive style of game. So um, I guess that's that's where they've they've increased where they need to. They've gone better where they need to get better. They weren't scoring goals. So um, I would watch out. I mean, Ovi's also obviously one of the stud veterans in this game. But I'm watching out for the other guy on the other side, Patty Kane's been red hot since returning from injury i like him over in the prop market over assists to get at least one assist tonight so over 0.5 assists he's paying 2.2 to 1 he's got assists in seven of his last eight games since coming back from injury so uh, i definitely like him to pick up an apple tonight and at 2.2 to 1 those are great odds considering he's done it in seven of his last eight games Next up, the Arizona Coyotes are visiting the Montreal Canadiens. George, will the Coyotes get a win in February? They are one of yeah. those inspired teams in the NHL right now. Yeah, well, they have this game and they have the game against the Leafs in two nights. So which game do I think they have a better chance of winning? I think tonight. So I'm going to take them to beat a Hab squad that just isn't really better than this Coyotes squad. So Coyotes paying 1.91 to 1 on the money line, taking them to snap this 12-game losing streak. Um it's unlikely, like, Clayton Keller might be out for them too, which isn't a good thing. But Montreal hasn't, like I said, they haven't exactly been good. They've lost five in a row. They've lost seven of their last eight. Yes, Arizona's in last place in February, but Montreal is in 30th place in the month of February. 
Montreal's on two days rest. They haven't played since Saturday. They've won just two of nine games on two days rest this year. So they, they don't really benefit from that extra day of time. You know, usually a lot of these teams are playing every other day. So I like the Yotes. Connor Ingram had, uh, was out for a little bit there. He returned last game. He's definitely the better of the two Coyotes goalies. His save percentage is 20 points better than Carol Vimelka. And his goals against is almost a full goal better. The Coyotes got to win one sooner or later. And I think this is the one they take. So take him on the money line. I bet MGM at one point. Agreed. No, uh, no rebuttal for me on that one. Okay, next up, the Buffalo Sabres are visiting the Florida Panthers, one of the best teams in the East over the last little bit versus a basement-dwelling yeah. Buffalo Sabres team. Yeah, you can never really predict what's going to happen with the Buffalo Sabres, though, can you? Yeah, no kidding. No, they're they're all they go from like looking on the brink of being a contender to not even coming close to the playoffs. It's they're the weirdest team this year. Yeah, exactly. So, but like you said, Florida's been red hot. They they look like the class of the East right now, the way they're playing. In their last 13 games, they have not allowed more than two goals in a single game. So I'm gonna lean towards the under here. The value's just not worth betting on the Panthers on the money line. So I'm leaning towards the under. Under six goals pays 1.95 to one. Florida has been excellent defensively. Uh, Sergey Bobrovsky and Anthony Stolares have com uh, combined eight, 948 save percentage and 1.51 goals against average in the Panthers' last 13 games. Those are incredible numbers. Um, these teams don't really hit the over combined in all their games. They've only hit the over in 36.2% of their games this year. And they've gone under in four straight head-to-head -head matchups. So I'm leaning towards the under here. I think that's the best place to get the bang for your buck at BetMGM. Pays 1.95 to 1 under six goals at BetMGM. Hey, I'm all for it. Um, next, let's breeze on to the next game. The Tampa Bay Lightning are facing off against the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, you know, Philly, as much as they're hot this year, they're not the best team at home, which is kind that's of surprising. That's right, but like Washington, except Philly's in a better place. This team just won't go away, will they? I know. No, they really, really won't. We've and we are we've talked a lot about you know whether it was the outside odds of them making the playoffs and whatnot. But even if they end up selling, like they, Torts is is working his magic this year. They're a very competitive team, night in and night out. Yeah, he's working his magic this year. He'll probably have to work a lot of magic for his team to get the victory tonight. As we mentioned, not very good at home. 14, 13, and two. And they got a lot of names out tonight. They got their best player, in my opinion, Travis Konechny out of the lineup. Rasmus Ristolainen and Jamie Drysdale are all out. Thank you to our producer, Connor Somerville, for pointing out all those deletions for the lineup tonight. Having said that, I was going to pick Tampa anyway. So with all those big-name players out, give me Tampa on the money line. They're paying 1.78 to 1. Phillies lost four of their last, last five. Tampa's won six of the last seven meetings between these two teams. So... And here's another nugget for you. Tampa has not lost the game in Philadelphia in over seven years. Wow. Yeah, they have a lot of success in the city of brotherly love. So it looks like they're getting a nice gift tonight because those are big names to be out of the Philly lineup. Um, Konechny, in my opinion, their best forward, their best player. Night in, night yeah. out. Yeah, definitely huge competitor, kind of leads the team too. Ristolainen, good defenseman for them. Jamie Drysdale, a pickup in that deal for Cutter Gauthier. So that's been playing for them. So those are a lot of guys to be missing for the lineup. So I definitely like Tampa. I would bet on this before 
you know, the odds makers might change the odds if they see all these guys out of the lineup. 1.78 to one at BetMGM right now, right now, lightning on the money line. And as you said, Tampa has had a lot of success against Philadelphia. And one of the players that's been there throughout that is Nikita Kucherov. Leads oh, yeah. the NHL with 102 points right now. That's a six-point lead on Nathan McKinnon uh, in the Art Ross race. And his MVP odds, though, are the third shortest at 4-1. to one. We've been writing off Cooch all year. Maybe just me. I always said Nate Mac, Nate Mac. But it's if you're a Kucherov believer, I think it's the time to hammer it because he's he's running away with the Art Ross. Yeah, I think this is the this is the closest the Hart Trophy race has probably been the whole season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can make a case for all four guys, including Kucherov, who's the Art Ross leader. Out of the four guys who are in the race, we're talking Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon, and Nikita Kucherov. Nikita Kucherov, in my opinion, is playing on the worst team. And he is really, like, leading them. He's spearheading the effort for them to make the playoffs. So I think at 4-1 to odds, it's not a bad bet. I'm not sure if he'd be my choice at this point. But 4-1 to odds, he's winning the Art Ross race. He's got his team in a playoff position. He's got the worst team out of the other three contenders. And he's leading them more than anybody else. I, I think that's a good bet. On the other side, a former Tampa coach... John Tortorella is 13 to one to win the Jack Adams. Rick Tockett's a huge favorite at 1.25 to one. But if Torts can keep getting this out of the Philly team and they make the playoffs, I mean, nobody would have expected Philly to make the playoffs at the start of the year. I think most people still are questioning whether they'll make it. But if they make the playoffs, can he steal that Jack Adams from Tockett or is it Tockett's to lose? I mean, there's a lot of season left. For there to be such a heavy favorite on talk, it seems kind of short-sighted because if you look at it, like Philly, Philly's in there pretty convincingly. You know, they're they're over they're over um Washington and, and Jersey uh with some you know significant ground. Yes, the Caps have some games in hand, but if the Flyers are able to get in, how can you not get uh, listen, I get it, I get what talk said. I've said before in the program that I'm a big fan of talk it and I would vote for him, but I don't know, 13 to one. There's a lot of season left, man. Like, like I think that this could totally be something that sways in his advantage. Absolutely. I agree. I think it's definitely worth the bet. There's been other bets we've pointed out to our audience before where the odds were really long. And we've seen some of those guys, the odds shorten tremendously in the in the short term. So I think with Torts at 13 to one, it's definitely worth a bet in the Jack Adams race right now. Yeah, absolutely. Next up, the Vegas Golden Knights are heading to Toronto to play the Maple Leafs. Uh, Vegas, you know, honestly, Vegas has been a weird up and down team this year where they go on these heaters and you're like, hey, they're back. Like, don't rule them out. But the way that they were winning last year, it's, it's a lot different this year, I would say, in terms of how they're getting things done. Yeah, I would say so too. And they've had a lot of injuries, a lot of guys out of the lineup, and they still do. Mark Stone and Jack Eichel, two, arguably their two best forwards out of the way. But you know what? They got their six best defensemen, and both the, both their top goalies are healthy right now. They got embarrassed by the Leafs 7-3 at home last week. Bruce Cassidy was not impressed whatsoever with whatsoever with their defensive play. So I think they're going to keep this game a lot tighter. No running gun tonight. I like the under here. Under six and a half goals pays 1.83 to one. I do not think Bruce Cassidy will let his team get involved in another shootout by the Leafs. I think he's harped on them not to be embarrassed again. I think this team has pride defensively. Like I said, they have no reason to be giving up seven goals. Their defensemen are there. Their best goalies there. So, and if it goes to a shootout, I don't think it's going to end up well for Vegas considering their, some of their top guns are out. 
So I like the under here at BetMGM. Pays 1.83 to one goal under 6.5 goals. In their head-to-heads, um, they've got under three of their last four meetings in Toronto. And the Leafs, during this really good seven-game winning streak, they've been a lot better defensively of late. They've allowed uh, under two and a half goals per game during those seven games. So I like uh, I like this one to be a bit quieter than the game they played last week in terms of offense. One of the interesting developments of the Leafs' recent hot streak is Tyler Bertuzzi, who really was a disappointment for most of the year, playing some of his best hockey of the year with Toronto. Yeah. Uh, you know, had a hat trick last game. He's on the first power play unit. Broke a long, long goalless streak a few games before that. So I think he has four goals in his last four games, obviously elevated by the hat trick. But I like him to score tonight. He's paying 4.1 to 1. Got his confidence back. They're looking at him. You know, people try and shut down Matthews and Nylander on the flank. So they'll be looking for him. John Tavares played that spot last year. He had about 20 power play goals. So Bertuzzi looks like he's fitting right in. But if Bertuzzi doesn't score, there's another guy to watch out for who is now the favorite at BetMGM in the Hart Trophy odds. I repeat, the favorite. He was about 14-1 to a couple weeks ago. Austin Matthews is now a a 2.5-1 to favorite to win the Hart Trophy. And if the season ended today, he would get my vote. So obviously a quarter of the season left to play, but this guy is on pace for 75 goals. He's on pace to finish with over 25% more goals than the next closest player in the Rocket Richard race. Yeah. Uh, Zach Hyman and Sam Reinhardt are both on pace for 56. And I looked into this. The last time the goal-scoring leader in an NHL season won the goal-scoring race by more than 25%. Take a guess when that was. It wasn't Ovechkin. Was it Lemieux? It was Brett Hull. In 1991, he scored 86 goals that year. 86 goals that year. We're talking over 30 years ago. So I think Matthews is going to hit a patch where he goes three, four games without scoring. It is hard to score in the NHL, no matter how he's making it look right now. So, but he like he's making it look pretty easy. 75 goals, I don't think he gets there. But 70 is in sight. And if he scores 70 goals, that is the one outlier when you look at all the other contenders. Because those all three other guys are going to be close in points. If all the teams make the playoffs, if Tampa doesn't make the playoffs, I think Kucherov is eliminated from the conversation. Yeah, I would agree. The well, three other guys look like they're going to finish really close in points. Matthews is going to have 20, probably 20, 30 points less than them. But he's going to have 20 to 30 to 40 goals more than all that. Probably 20 more than Kucherov, 30 more than McKinnon, and 40 more than McDavid, the way they're going right now. And well, goals, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Goals Sorry. mean a bit more than an assist. Well, let me ask you this. If he gets 65, does the conversation change? Like, is it still? Because, like, I mean, that's, listen, it's not 70, but it's still pretty miraculous. Like, do you think that the arguments we're making still stand if it doesn't hit 70? Yeah, I think it doesn't just depend on what he does. It depends on the gap, too. You know what I mean? And not a, the gap between him and the heart, heart contenders. The gap between him and the guys that are closest to him in scoring. If he's scoring 25% more goals than the next closest player in the league, yeah. that's pretty that's pretty crazy. I mean, even McDavid in his scoring race last year when he had 153 points, he didn't finish with 25% more points than Dreisaitl, who had 128. Yeah. You know what I mean? Getting 25% more in a stat like that from all the rest of the people in the nhl you're just bearing the field like it's not we talked about sam reinhardt does he have a chance in the rocket richard race i will not bring up the rocket richard race for the end of the year 
I think Matthew's odds of winning it are like 1.02 to 1. He yeah. could feasibly miss the rest of the year and still win the Rocket Richard race. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's he's, true. yeah, and, and I'm not even talking about his all-around play, which he's been spectacular. I think he has the best oh, yeah. plus-minus of any of those four contenders. And the other thing is, we've talked about this before. It doesn't just matter about the stats. It matters what you do in key moments. Morgan Riley went down. Mm-hmm. He went didn't go down. He got suspended for five games. And Matthews has about 11 goals in those seven guy, games since. He had a hat trick, a couple hat tricks, one against Anaheim. I don't know if his one against St. Louis or one against Philly. 11 might be off. I mean, maybe Connor, our producer, can check that out. In the seven games, the five games they missed and the two other wins they've gone since Morgan Riley went out, he has at least 11 goals. So he's playing when it matters. And also, he won that battle with McKinnon on Saturday night, where last time they played, he got kind of embarrassed when they went head-to-head. So... They got another big matchup against Edmonton, March 26th, I believe, Saturday night in Toronto. So that'll be one to watch too. But I like Matthews in the heart race for sure right now. I'm kind of getting deja vu from last year because Vegas's odds are 17-1 to win the Cup. We're all writing them out. They got some LTIR action coming on. They could they could make a splash at this deadline. Somehow. I'm betting that. I'm betting that at 17-1. to 1. To win the all Cup? Day. Yeah. I, it's just the odds. The odds are they're not getting respect. They deserve more respect than that. I agree. They deserve way more respect to that than that. So twenty bucks will pay you three forty. I'd put twenty bucks down to win three forty on Vegas for sure. I like that. Um, next up, the Ottawa Senators are facing the Nashville Predators. Um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> the, the Preds are. They won't go away. They won five yeah. in a row after they got their YouTube concert taken away. Uh, that's the there rally. That's the real sticking TSN turning point is the fact that they couldn't go to a YouTube concert. Um, well, yeah. Hey, you know what? There is something to it. I don't think we can deny there's rallying points to what some of these teams do in a season. You know, Morgan Riley stood up for what he believed was right for his team. He got suspended. The Leafs, I don't know, their defense pairings looked horrible for a bit. They've won seven in a row. Mm-hmm. So they saw what he did for the crest on his jersey. Andrew Burnett and Barry Trott said, you guys embarrassed the crest on your jersey. We lost 9-2 to Dallas. It wasn't just the score. It was the way you guys played. You think we're going to go to Vegas and you guys are going to go to the Sphere and have a good time at the U2 concert? No, you do what you want at home, but on the road, we're going to be in charge of that. Until you prove you deserve you to go to places like that, we're going to take that away from you. What has Nashville, the players, done? They took it to heart. They've responded. Mm-hmm. They have five wins in a row, all those wins coming by two goals or more. So that's why I'm taking them to win on the puck line to win tonight by two goals or more, paying 2.7 to 1 odds against an Ottawa team that got embarrassed last night to Washington, 6-3. to three. They're in the in the second half of a back-to-back. Eunice Corpusalo got forced into action in the final two periods yesterday. He didn't get his night off before playing on back-to-back days, so he's going to be playing tonight. Plus, he's probably the worst of Ottawa's two goalies. In his last four appearances, he's got an 849 save percentage. So Ottawa's not very good on the road. They've lost three, three of their last four now. And Nashville puts shots on net, so Corpus is going to have to be better, and I don't know if he will be. So give me the give me the Preds to win by two. I like that honestly, and also too, I think with the Preds, like you know, there's a lot riding on someone like UC Sorrow. So a lot riding on a lot of these guys here to prove stuff. And I think that they're a very motivated group. The Senators, uh, I find them an uninspired. Even when they're at their best, I think they're an uninspiring team. So I, I like going with Nashville. It's just a bit of a mess. I feel like they need a bit of. They need more veteran leaders. It's only Claude Giroux and Travis Hamanick. 
there's just a lot of, you know, you I know love Brady. Dallas mix of like yeah. the, the rookies, kind of like what Dallas has, where you have vets exactly. that are actually contributors every night, playing the right way, etc. I think that's important. I think they need a guy, a few youngsters that need to be like, like grabbed by the collar. You know, Stutzla's yeah. a great player. He's got to stop with the diving. Yeah. Brady Kachuk's a, a great, great player. I love him on my team. He's got a little bit too much tomfoolery going on after the whistle, getting into scrums. And you don't always want a player like that fighting. As much as I love it, you don't want it. Ridley Gregg with the clapper into the net. Even Claude Giroux didn't back him up after the game. So they need, for this team to take a step, which I thought they were going to take this year, it's proven they need some maturity and veteran leadership. So I don't, mm. I don't like the I don't like the way they're looking lately. Give me the Preds to win big tonight. St. Louis Blues are visiting the Winnipeg Jets. The Blues so desperately need a win here. Like, really, yeah. really bad. And I think that, especially with this core, a lot of them have been together, I think they know once the Blues start slipping and they, they don't lose ground, Doug Armstrong's going to pull the trigger on something. Like, that's oh, yeah. just There's his a, style. That's his a, style. A lot of rumors. Pavel Buchnevich, Colton Pareko's name's always out there. So they have a lot of – they have some good players that are tradable. But like you said, desperation. I don't really have a lot of reasons to – to bet against the Jets tonight, other than I think the Blues need this game a lot more than Winnipeg does. So the Blues are paying 2.55 to 1 on the money line, and I'm taking the underdogs here. I think that they've slipped out of their the wild card spot. Nashville's left them. Um, Nashville is not, now has the final wild card spot in the West, so the Blues are outside of the playoff race. But they've won five of their last seven road games, um, and I think they'll really – They'll really like play a good game tonight. They should respond. They got embarrassed by the Red Wings on Saturday afternoon. I believe was it Saturday or Sunday? It was Saturday afternoon, six to one. So I think there's a response here. And as good as the Jets are playing, they've been playing some inferior competition. Um, their last two victories came against the Blackhawks and Coyotes. They weren't they very needed, convincing either. Yeah, they needed overtime, and I believe a shootout to win those. Or both games went to overtime in the least. So. Uh, I like I like the Blues in a bit of an upset here, just because they need the win. They really need it. So, and they're great odds, two point five five to one at BetMGM. Yeah, I like those odds a lot. And I think too, it's like you know, nothing against Laurent Brassois, the Jets' backup, who's starting tonight, but he's not Hellbuck, right? Sure. So, and he's played well, but when the team in front of him is not playing as well, like is he going to be able to save a game for them? I don't know. I think he's a good goaltender, but he's still a backup. And I think you're right. There's desperation from the Blues team and. The Jets have not been playing good hockey. They really have not. And it's been for quite some time now. And they have some things they need to figure out with their lines. I think the Blues are a great pick here. But what about this, though? Every team goes through their lulls. But what about the Jets, the contender? 14-1 to odds to win the Cup. What do you think about that bet? Yeah, I just don't. Um, I like a lot of things with this Jets team, actually. I just think the West is so good. I just think there are too many teams that the Jets yeah. won't be able to get through. Could I see them winning a round? Yeah. Could I see them winning two? Yeah. And do I see them going to the cup? I don't. I don't. Yeah. I just don't think they have the horses to compete with, uh, you know, three tough rounds. So yeah, I think I think Dallas is would give them an issue, especially like if you're betting on the Jets of 14 to one, you're basically saying I am such a believer in Connor Hellebuck that I think he will carry them past some rounds. They probably shouldn't win. Right. Like that's yeah. probably what your logic is. Yeah, we'll see if they make another trade. They picked up Sean Monaghan. We'll see if they make another one. I like the team. I like the way they play. They play a playoff style. But the but West is nuts. The I just West don't see it. I just don't no. see it. Yeah. I agree. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, let's go to the Hurricanes facing the Minnesota Wild. Like, you know, the Wild, first of all, I think we're all still reeling from that 10 to 7 win. Um, yeah. not, but they, they're crawling back into it, man. They're still kind of relevant. Uh, and that game was a big part of that. Yeah, for some reason, I have a sneaking suspicion that the Wild get the final wild card spot in the West. They just always seem to find a way. And I can't unsee that 10-7 victory over the Canucks, yeah. where they scored seven goals in the third period. And Kirill Kaprizov and Joel Eriksson Ek had matching hat tricks with three apples to add on six-point night. So I like the over here. I don't usually tend to pick the over in Carolina Hurricanes games. But when they're playing the Minnesota Wild, give me the over. It's the betting line set at six goals at BetMGM, and you're getting paid 1.91 to one if they hit the over. Um, these teams have gone over the t- over six goals in each of their last two head-to-head meetings. Minnesota scored 35 times in their last eight games. Uh, they're averaging well over four goals per game during their that stretch. I mean, that's a lot of games. That's not a lot of little little bit of small amount of games. So, I like the over here. Um, like I said, I usually stay away from Carolina, but tonight, give me give me goals. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. Here's what I'm curious about, though, and I've said this out before, but it's my favorite one. Like, I'm curious, what are, I don't know if you know Soft Hannah or Connor can find this, what are the Wilds' odds to make the playoffs? Because mm. since Bill Guerin publicly said that he believed in the team, they're 10-4-1, and they have, like, the fifth best point percentage in the NHL. So this was on January 16th. So we're going on like a month and a half here of the Wild being. I'm guessing those odds for them to make the playoffs would be like around three to one, but I'm not exactly sure. Okay. So I I think it's an interesting, I think it's an interesting bet to keep your eye on, especially with what you said about that hunch that they'll get back in there. Yeah. I just, they always seem to make the playoffs. They always figure out a way to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, And Krizov's playing like some of the best and Eric Snack are playing like studs. So, and Brock Favor, who we love. And Matt Boldy. Matt Boldy's yeah, picked all, it up, too. So, like, yeah. Um, okay, that's a, that's something to monitor, though, for sure, especially if you're on the wild bandwagon. Um, next up we'll get to is the Los Angeles Kings visiting the Calgary Flames. Man, the Flames are, like, record aside, Flames are probably one of the most competitive teams night in, night out over the last six weeks. Like, it's pretty crazy. Um, who knows what that really ends up being. Maybe just a worse draft spot. Um, though I don't know if they have their first round pick this year. Uh, but anyways, playing great hockey and playing against the Kings that are playing better hockey recently, um, but it's still not the Kings we saw from before. What do you think in this one? Yeah, I, the Flames, credit to them. They've they've traded some assets. They've traded Zadorov earlier in the year. They traded uh, Elias Lindholm. Uh, and they're, they're playing competitive. Nazem Kadri is playing great hockey. Uh, for them, he's really like leading the way, playing with some rookies a lot of the year on his line. But I just, I just don't believe they can sustain it. I don't see them making the playoffs. While the Kings, I do believe, will make the playoffs, and I do believe the Kings can sustain this. So I like the Kings on the money line, one point nine five to one. 
coming off a tough loss to the Edmonton Oilers a week after they shut them out. Um, LA is six and three since their head coaching change. They're four and one against teams outside of the playoff picture since the coaching change. So they only have one, and the Flames are outside the playoff picture. On top of that, as has been the case all year, LA is excellent on the road. Only two teams in the entire NHL have more road wins than them this season. Conversely, Calgary's very average at home. They're 14, 13, and one. They're basically a 500 team. LA's won three of the last four between the two. I just think Calgary's going to hit a patch where they're going to slow down eventually. Mm-hmm. I mean, full credit to them. I don't really have a lot to, you know, say bad about them because they've been extremely competitive. But I like LA a lot tonight at 1.95. Yeah, I agree. I think urgency there is, I think there's especially urgency there from LA's standpoint of things. And yeah, you know, I, no disagreements for me on that one. Let's go to the Dallas Stars facing the Colorado Avalanche. Big time heavyweight hilt, tilt. Got it. Yeah. Two Arguably the game of the night. Yo, for sure. Yeah. These are, these are big, big boys going at it tonight. Two of the best teams in the entire West. But Colorado seems to get the upper hand between these two. Colorado does have the upper hand between the two. I, I, they've won both meetings this year, but both of those meetings were nine goal games. I think it was five, four, and six, three. So I like the over here. Give me over six and a half goals. Let's not only see a team between two heavyweight contenders, let's see an exciting game. Over six and a half goals pays 1.91 to one at BetMGM. And, you know, both these teams are kind of struggling lately. The Stars have lost five of their last six, and Colorado's lost two in a row. Dallas is 14th. They're two of the best teams in the league. Dallas is 14th in points percentage in February. And Colorado is 27th. So give me the goals. Give me an exciting game. These are the second and fourth best offenses in the NHL. Both av- both teams average over three and a half goals per game. Conversely, they're ranked 12th and 20th in goals against. So good offenses, not so great on the defensive end. That spells goals for me. So that's what I think we're going to see tonight. I would probably side with Colorado again in this one to take the victory, but my favorite bet is over six and a half goals, paying 1.91 to win a bet in GM. I like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, what about uh, a little bit of prop combos and, you know, mate max home point streak and whatnot. What do you think about that? Will will it continue? Yeah, I'm not betting against it. It's 28 in a row. Am I going to be the one to say, no, he's going to go one for 29? No chance. So I like him. The thing is with you betting Nate Mac props, especially at home, the prop market puts its point total at over under 1.5 points. So give me over 1.5 points. I think there's going to be a lot of goals tonight. He pays 1.75 to one to extend that home point scoring streak to 29 games with two points or more. Um, Abs to win. And over 5.5 goals pays 2.7 to 1. If you want to make a parlay on those two, a same-game parlay at uh, BetMGM. And McKinnon, not the favorite anymore. He's down yeah, to 3-1 to one in the hard, hard odds. I don't like the odds anymore, man. I was a big Nate Mack believer. Depending when you made your bet, or maybe you're looking at this as now, you'll you'll hop on the train when it's when it's high odds, but or higher than it usually was, but... I'm not liking it anymore. You know, I think Matthews has caught up too much. I think what Cooch is doing is hard to ignore. I, I don't think Nate Mack has that firm of a grip anymore. Yeah. Really. I, and from a betting standpoint, I don't like the value. Yeah. I don't either. There's a quarter of the season left. I yeah. feel like he has gone through a bit of a slide for him. So he can turn it around. But like right now, as it stands right now, He's three to one in the second betting favorite for a reason. And yeah, I, I might take Kucherov ahead of him right now. I mean, 
he might not even be a finalist right now, to be honest with you, if you're picking the three heart finalists. That's what I mean. Like, if you also look at it from this standpoint too, okay? Narrative-wise, how good is McKinnon's narrative or the narrative around him and his MVP season compared to the other guys? Probably the most boring, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of centered around like, well, this guy's kind of always deserved it. It was never his year. This is his year. He's great. I love Nathan McKinnon. He's been fantastic this year. Like, don't get me wrong. But you got to think about that with the voting and how it, it all shakes out. Like, is it that good of a narrative compared to other ones? He's got to turn it around. He's got to make he's got to make a run in this last quarter of the season. That's absolutely sure. I think yeah, he's had a grip on it from, uh, you know, in the third quarter. He had a grip on the hard trophy race. But now we're entering the final quarter and he's lost that grip. 100%. Um, what about, so these, we mentioned two heavyweights here. Avs at a bet MGM, their odds are 9.5 to 1 to win the cup. The stars are 11 to 1 to win the cup. I think it's probably no surprise what I, which I prefer. I love Dallas. I would take that one. But are you a fan of either of the or? Do you like both? Neither? Where do you stand on those? Man, those it's so it's so tough to pick this year. And really, the odds aren't that much different. You know, 9.5 to 1, 1 to 11 to 1 isn't that much of a difference. <sighs> I just, I think. Just because I've seen Colorado do it and the really elite talent they have and the fact that I feel that they're going to get some reinforcements. Valerie Nishushkin is back skating with the team. I mean, there's over a month left in the season. I think he's going to be back in a, in a few weeks if he's already skating with the team. We don't know what's going to take place with Gabriel Landeskog. We don't know if they're going to add somebody at the deadline. The fact they have McKinnon and McCarr. I know their goaltending is kind of questionable, and defensively they haven't been great this year. But I would just take I'd take Colorado. But I I mean I love that Dallas this Dallas team too. But I guess I just take Colorado just for what they've done. Fair enough. You can't you can't doubt experience. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Next up, the Pittsburgh Penguins are visiting the Vancouver Canucks. Two teams that are on opposite sides of the spectrum in the NHL standings but equally as much noise surrounding each of them for various different reasons. What are we thinking about this one? Yeah, I like the over. I like over six goals. It pays 1.87 to one. Everybody knows about the Canucks' incredible offense this year. They have so many guys at the top of the scoring list. Elias Pettersson, JT Miller, um, Quinn Hughes, and obviously Brock Besser is one of the top five, I think, goal scorers in the NHL as well. They're tied for second in the NHL with the abs and goals per game. Meanwhile, the Pens are coming off a seven-goal explosion in Philly. And the Pens, another team who they just they just won't lose enough to fall out of the race. Yeah. It is another team with a lot of games in hand in the East. So an important game for them tonight. The betting line set at six goals. I definitely like the over here at 1.871. Canucks have only gone under the betting line in 38.3% of their games this year. Pittsburgh scored at least four goals in each of their last three. So yeah. um, the Canucks offense has been a little quieter lately. They've only scored six goals in their last three games combined. I expect them to break out, break out at home tonight. And they've had two full days off. They averaged 3.75 goals in the 12 games they've played this year with two full games off. So give me the over here. I think it'll go over six goals. And, um, you know, Canucks will probably win. But who knows with Pittsburgh sometimes when they just pull a rabbit out of the hat. No, for sure. Let's get to our final game. The New Jersey Devils are facing the San Jose Sharks. Uh, I mean, honestly, at this point, I think it's I think it's safe to say the Devils are one of the biggest disappointments this year, and the Sharks are one of the most irrelevant teams this year. Fair to say? 
Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Obviously, super high expectations for a young Devils team based on what they did last year when nobody was expecting to do what they did. So they've fallen back to earth. It'll be interesting to see what kind of team they come back with next year if they don't make the playoffs, which I don't think they will make the playoffs. Pretty big favorites tonight, the Devils are, though, in San Jose. So I like the Sharks to keep it close. I like the Sharks on the puck line, plus 1.5. As long as they don't lose by two goals or more, you'll get paid 1.83 to 1 at BetMGM. Um, the Devils haven't beaten the Sharks by two goals or more in any of their last 10 meetings. Wow. And the Sharks have only lost by two goals or more three times in their last 12 games, as bad as they are. They've only lost by two goals or more three times in their last 12 games. Devils lost four of their last six. And against teams outside the playoff picture, which the Devils are, the Sharks keep it close against bad teams. They've lost just two of their last 10 against squads of that nature by two goals or more. So give me the value of the Sharks to keep it close at 1.83 to 1 plus 1.5 on the puck line. Good stuff. Um, all right, George, well, that gets us set for Tuesday night's game of NHL hockey. And that concludes another episode of the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. I'm Jacob Saul from the Hockey News. This is George Nasios. Thanks for listening. Please bet responsibly and take care. Enjoy the games.